I overhear transmissions sometimes. There are things out in the dark that only the dark can overcome. Long story, and it may look like I don't know what I'm doing, but I do. Maybe not. things you won't understand. Eyes out, Guardian. Oh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's episode of the Relax Guardians podcast. I'm your host, Agni Kai, joined as always by my co-host, Sevd, and this week's special guest, the Ice Warrior 3000. Say hello, Ice. <laughs> Hi, guys. So glad to have you here, but first, let's get to Sevd. Sevd, how's your week been? Oh, I've just done something to my fucking computer. Fine, Ice Warrior, oh. how you been? <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Where did all that go? Like the whole thing just went to spin. Sorry, yeah, I'm back. Hey. Um, oh, fuck, that's not good. Ooh. Um, Good. I, like, before we jump in, so I got kicked out of my old room. So I got kicked out. I was in across the room. The, uh, the missus wants to do up all the rooms and stuff. So that's the next one that we're doing. And so we threw out my child. <laughs> We threw out my channel into the yeah, out the window. <laughs> and now I have my own streaming space. So I got my plants over there, I got my Lego up there, I got a stream light over there, and I've got all my artworks up. So yeah, see, artwork. Nice, nice. Oops. It's not right art there. unless it has a button it. No, 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 of course. Like but... look at look look at look at the Renaissance. Like <laughs> it was just half naked women everywhere. Babies so and went, naked women. So I went so I went to Scotland. And yeah. I got lost, and that was a church that was burned down. And I broke into oh, the church. Wow. I broke into the church, and um, that, that was a poor daughter. Isn't that a Curse sin? for life. Awesome. Yeah. Gotta love that's, it. Um, that's, that's an abandoned church. And that that's is fantastic. a model that I took a photo of. I took pretty, that photo. Pretty sure both of those images are a sin. But okay. Yeah, pretty sure one of them just looks then, like the like the the naked mod that came out for Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, right. Within like five minutes of its release, and yeah. that one I took from a place that was close to um, Seiko. I'm pretty sure that's my oh, bedroom. Wow, why do you have a that, photo of my bedroom? Got a talent for it. That was a crack. That was a crack day. So yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I know what my bedroom old, is. Big one all <laughs> throughout the room, so that's all pretty cool. So, Warrior, Ice Warrior, tell us, tell us about yourself. Tell us yes. how you want to stream in, what you stream, and all that sort of good shit. Um, Do you have any I'm... photos of naked women on your wall? Not on my wall. Oh. Um, but, he is naked. but he is naked from the waist down. From the waist. And not, even just like the shirt just only barely covers it's, the chest and everything it's else is just completely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> so I, I got started. I got started streaming literally just as a way of spending time with my partner before we ended up moving in together because um, I, I noticed quite a lot of you know, other people had you know, been streaming and got, you know, did quite successfully with it. So um, we to get a little bit sappy here. We um, used to video call each other just all day. We just have the, like we'd be on the phone with each other and just walk around and we'd do whatever we were doing while being on the phone with each other, just to kind of have that connection going. And we'd set up our laptops in bed next to each other and just had like Skype up and we'd fall asleep like that, wake up the next morning. It was still, you know, it was the kind of thing we did. Um, <laughs> but when I was having, <laughs> thank you. When I was having a lot of gaming time, um, you know, just with some of my mates or just by myself, I was like, what's a, what's a way I can um, include her as, as part of that and kind of introduce her to that kind of world because she wasn't really too much of a gamer. 
played some games in the past, but not not really too much. So I started playing uh, God of War when it came out, uh, the 2018 right. um, version, um, and I just started just I set that up to stream, and then started getting more and more into it. Um, and then I had you know two children and a full time job, and then that yeah. <laughs> stopped yeah. very quickly. Yeah, but yeah. Um, you Kids. know, so it's. Uh, you know, I, I try and do it when I can, and still, um, still championing um, Destiny fans when I can, and mm. uh, the Guardians Mental Health as well. Massive, um, massive uh, supporter of those, ambassador of them, fantastic group, um, and uh, working on a few different uh, videos and things at the moment um, because, cool, yeah, it's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you are PC or uh, console? um mainly mainly streaming off pc because it's, it's just easier to do so but i will play um hey. controller because keyboard and mouse are just it's not something I, I prefer the controller and you can't you can't just like sit back like this with a keyboard and a mouse <laughs> you know so um you're always sitting up and ready to go you're always yeah. tilted yep. yeah yeah you only <laughs> lean forward when something's getting really drastic yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the, you, you got to activate that like super gamer mode. <laughs> <Sit forward and laughs> yeah. So you did day one. Uh, tried to do day one. Yeah, like, I, I, the... I did. I did. Right. <laughs> I tried. I was in that raid for on and off probably like four, oh like thirty six hours or something like that. Oh, <laughs> I got past. I got past caretaker. Yeah. Nice. You got uh, further than most people. And then people. nothing else. Yeah, we couldn't get past the Relic Rally either. We got stuck there as well. Oh, so it was hard. So much easier as soon as, like, contest mode. Suppressing Glaive. Like, I understand why they got rid of that. Oh, right. A full suppress build, Hunter in Viz, melee regeneration is just bonkers. Mm. It's going it, to, it, you can solo Greymaster anything. Like, it. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. done. Like, hey. They, oh, they, boy. they stop things coming in for a reason, like the Ecolos, the Ecolos, yep. and then that fucking LMG as well. They they're like, nah, you can't fucking bring that." Kind of I'm there. I'm interested. I haven't tried I haven't tried the LMG out in like any any high tier content yet. Neither have I. I am curious to see what kind of damage you can do because it feels weird that they got rid of Imperial Needle, which is a weird. They just got rid of rid of one random bow. That got the same and random then, buff as the SMG, yeah. where it got the forty percent buff that the exotics got when it wasn't meant to. So it was doing silly to size so damage. Ikelos nice. was doing Ikelos was doing two and a half thousand damage per bullet. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, that's why they were deactivated. And then the LMG, the LMG did a weird thing to the Wardcliffe coil, where they both interact and do more damage to things classed as vehicles. Yeah, and so I'm assuming one of the bosses is classed as a vehicle somewhere. Yeah, was, I reckon that I reckon it'd be caretaker. Yeah, I think so too. And so Especially I think because he of the, broke. like crit spot on his back. Yeah, yeah. So he'll be faster thing. And then you could, if you kill twenty yeah. people, all those rockets shoot up, and it doesn't use any ammo. Any yeah. ammo. Yeah, but that's so his exotic in, perk. Oh, wow. Like that's the same. That is his exotic perk. I understand mm. that, but yeah, that is that fucking stupidly strong. Well, it, it only stacks up to twenty, so you can do, and it's twenty bullets per mag, so you can do two volleys basically if you get a full. Um, reserve yeah so it's just doesn't because <laughs> that, that makes in. more sense now 
because mm. I went in, we we got up, but I couldn't sleep, so I was up at two o'clock. Yeah, and yeah. slowly started coming on. <laughs> For some reason, my missus started my time. She gave me like up until like a certain amount of time, and oh, so she, no. she started my time at two o'clock in the morning. I was like, "Oh, oh no, you fuckers wake up!" Like it, it doesn't start at right? two. It doesn't start at two o'clock. Oh and no. She, and then she kicked me off. And I was like, all right, fair enough. You give me it until 12 o'clock. I took the kids out. And then I moved this around. Yeah. Like straight after. And I was like, okay, all right. She give me a room. I can't fucking complain. Yeah. All right. That's and fair. then your Wi-Fi sucked. So you had to run a new Ethernet cable under your house and into your brand new bedroom. Oh, Basi- basically, but it wasn't long enough. Oh, that's right. So I only bought a 10 mm. meter, but I bought a 20 meter today. So it's going to go through the floor and all that sort of stuff. I, um, um, I may have just gotten my um modem port switched over to the room i'm in just because it looks going to be easier <laughs> yeah yeah well the, the wife the wife wanted to, all that wall the wife wanted to put like the, the boxes up all over that wall mm. and i was like look it's not going to be feasible like you kids are gonna have to come in here put their bags in because you want shit to store i said like, just put it out in the fire and she goes yeah you speak sense so i'm gonna put my th- i'm gonna buy a 3d printer I'm gonna chuck it over there. I'm gonna start 3D printing um nice. uh, Destiny helmets. Oh, that'd Destiny be amazing. Helmets. <laughs> yeah. How big of a printer are you getting? 500 by 500. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, no, is, that'd do it. Because I talk I talk work into buying me one. And then they can offset my electricity. <laughs> oh Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> How do you manage like like just a normal regular small 3D printer, sure, but like a Wow, that is. You can print us parts at your home and then bring yeah. them to work. Well, that's what I kind of said. I, I was like, oh, look, if we do this, because I've just put a proposal in now for this new thing and it could cost, it could make the company a lot of money. Yeah. And I was like, to do this, I'm going to need that printer. And I can't leave it at work <laughs> because at three o'clock, I leave. Hmm. And, you know, it could just run all night and it could fuck everything up. So if yeah. I have a year, at least I can keep an eye on it. And keep an eye on it. And they go, yeah, that's good. And I was like, well, the electricity is the problem. And she goes, oh, we'll just offset the electricity. And I was like, okay. Perfect. <laughs> so now you're just like plugging shit in everywhere. You're leaving fridges open, lights on, like oh, everything. It'll be a set about. It'll be something like a hundred bucks a week or something just for 3D printing. But... Are they going to, just, just out of curiosity, are they going to offset the entire cost or? Yeah, they're buying the printer. I'm not buying it. No, 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 more so, no, more so the like I said, the cost of like of the electricity usage. Well, a hundred it'll be a hundred bucks a week. Okay. Roughly. And it's only prototypes, only prototype stuff. And then what they'll most probably end up doing is just getting it made somewhere else then after the prototype huh. is made. Right. I um I work for um the ATO, so um that's the reason why I asked, because if there if if the cost goes above that and you're still using it for work purposes, you could claim partial um credit on that. Well, the fact is, I'm going to claim. Oh, we were supposed to be talking about law, but I'm going to claim. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm going to claim. I'm going to claim streaming as a secondary thing, and then offset my PC build with uh, the ATO this year. You can do that. Yeah, you can. You can do that. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that, but you can absolutely do that. I did yeah. that. I did that when I built yeah. mine like three years ago because I was just yeah. that was just in the window where I started making money from Twitch. So I was like, all right. Let's go. I've had, I've had one payment out of Twitch, and that is all that it takes. Yeah. But what they're going to do, um, I don't know if everybody knows this, um, from I don't know when they're going to do it, but if you 
It's already stream. happening. It's already happening, is it? So if you stream so many ads per stream, they will pay you up to 500 bucks for streaming ads while you're streaming. Yeah, and so, that is set in stone. Everybody yeah. will get it. Yeah, wow, so wow. It, it's a tiered long. system. It's <laughs> like you can run a one-minute ad per hour. Oh, you have to stream for a minimum of 40 hours in a month. If yeah. you run one-minute ads during your streams up to a certain amount, you get paid $100 uh, US. And that's like $200 for two-minute ads and then $500 for four-minute ads. But that only comes into play when you are making $100 a month uh, US. So unless you make that money from subscribers and stuff like that, then they pay you on top of that as well. But if you don't make enough subscribers in that month, it just rolls over to the next month. So it doesn't go away. It's just a cruise until you make yeah. $100 in that month and then they pay you out. Yeah. So Do they pay you out like consecutively like earning that 500. So say it takes you like three months to get that $100 up. Is it like then $1,500 well, on top of yeah, that or is yeah. it just the 500 for that month? No, uh, 500 for each month that you hit that goal. So Twitch is weird because I got a payment of $6.35 the other day off Twitch. Really? Yeah. I've never seen or heard Neither. of them do that before. Neither have <laughs> yeah. I. Because I, I, got, I, got, I got a first payout in subs and stuff. That was yeah. a couple of weeks ago, a couple months ago even. And then I had a sub and then something happened and stuff. But yeah, a payout like $6.35. It's not even a sub in Australia. All right, we're fucking out. Yeah, because they pay. They, you pay. You obviously pay a fee on it or something like that. Because it doesn't yes. make any sense. They do take yeah. a percentage. Yeah. And that's why they have a minimum on um. Yeah. Before they right. pay out, but yeah. So hmm. anyway, <laughs> Reed, what do you think? What do you think of the new read? Oh, um, <laughs> that is that is a question and a half. Uh, <laughs> no, I like it. I really do. I hated the day one experience. That was excruciating. But did you go blind was, or did you listen to other streamers? Um, I kind of did a bit of both. Yeah. Like I, um, I did initially go in blind. Um, but once we started figuring it out, um, we kind of like looked in to see what the other streamers were doing. And, yeah. and also when it came to like boss damage and things like that, we we're looking at different strats and, sure. and, and trying to work that kind of thing out. But I, I really, really liked the raid the, mm. the aesthetic the boss fucking leg game on point um <laughs> dude like oh. oh i even i literally just i literally tagged the rock and just went you know like this man don't miss his leg game <laughs> like um the weirdest so mechanic it's just the fucking weirdest we've never had just a guy walk up to you and kick you in the face ever mm. and like, just walk on air too just like yeah. Yeah, around the corner out Correct. Yeah. Fantastic. Because there's Stunk. people trying to hide, isn't there? There's people trying to hide your own corners. There's there's yeah. the um, there's a thing yeah. that people hide it. But he just goes, he just listen like like uh, I said, out. he just walks around the corner and just fucking kicks you in the face. You're like, oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's 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 insane. And like read it because because I'm a massive, massive law nerd, you know, like um it's it's been it's been something for me that I have been very heavily invested in finding out about Rulk and his uh, his backstory mm. and um like the shit that he's done. He's evil. He's fucked. He's fucking like, evil. It is just all right. But all like, let's go. All right, so hang on. Let's I, fucking talk day one raid. You shut up. No, like, cause I want to know. All right, so all right, so let's talk about day one raid first, and then we'll yeah, get yeah, to yeah, the yeah, yeah. I got a funny story about um day one Deep Stone Crypt actually. Yeah. 
Okay. I was in that rave for 26 hours. Was you was you stuck Ew. on eight tracks? I was stuck on eight tracks. Guess how long I was stuck on eight tracks for? 18 hours. Sixteen. Oh. We we were stuck on eight tracks for about 19, I think it was something something weird like that. Like really, really couldn't get the damage. Couldn't get we had to leave for an hour cool. to go and get lament, come back yeah, and that's... then try. Yeah. Yeah, that's what a lot of people did, and we just couldn't fucking get past it, man. It was a fucking nightmare. Ridiculous. Yeah, so our like... day one raid, we went in totally blind. We, I set the rule. I'm yeah. like, if you tell me a streamer is doing something, I'm gonna kick you out of this fucking raid. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know damage types or anything. And we got to our first we get through the door, we did the, the fairy <laughs> thing, get to the first encounter, and it's like reading those glyphs and understanding those obelisks, I was like I was getting so angry trying to understand it and then as soon as you figure out like oh there's a taken knight second symbol appeared oh I'm now I'm getting it oh it's all making sense oh the euphoria oh yeah and then you and then you realize yeah, you to, time. then you have to then you realize you have to do it three times three like, times we, we were like ah oh, it's bungee it's threes or whatever and then we got through caretaker yeah. eventually like we were really happy we got through caretakers we got through it not super quick but faster than others and then that relic rally we were in that relic rally for like, swear like twenty hours, like it was. It went from we our day one, our official day one raid ended at that point, and we went back the second day and still didn't get past after like another five yeah. hour run. It was pissed us off so much, and we again we didn't look at any other streamers, so we sat there trying to figure out what the hell we had to do. So for like the first six mm. hours, getting out of the first room, we were just fluking it. We didn't understand. Look at the left side without the relic, and look at the right side with the relic. So we were just shooting yeah. random symbols, and the door would open at points, and we're like, "We don't get why, but we're through. Let's go." <laughs> oh, no. And then there was one time where our guy like picked up a relic, picked up a relic, and went, "Hey, there's symbols on that side as well now." And we all looked and went, "Send us a screenshot." And he's like, "Yeah, there's symbols." And then I went, "Oh shit, I get it. Oh, I get it now." <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. So, so angry for so long. Yeah. And, but, like, we all managed to really do well, like, not get angry at each other. <laughs> we just, like, scream internally at ourselves. But, yeah. But, they, but it's been confirmed now that they're going to bring Master out. Yeah. Of course. Why not? Master's why great. just not? Why, why... Master that's, and Contest I mean, that's are going to be Contest. But the, they're well, just going to rather... bring everything up to that, that hard cap and then. Much, much like they did with Vogue, they're just going to bring everything up and give us the chance to also then get adept weapons of, oh mm. yeah, no, we'll get to the raid weapons later. But like, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, um, it's to they, see. they add the issue that they add. I'd rather have them just turn and go right. Master is contest mode, like that's your contest mode with a slight, some slight thing. I don't think they should bring unstoppables in and anti-barrier because yes. they're fucking hard but they're already like, in there but yeah but not up to the standard of master vog like how long have we turned around and tried to get through that door like that uh, that first initial part of oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah we haven't actually ran master vog in a while but like overloads uh, unstoppables are in that first encounter and then overloads are in that relic rally room like we've dealt with high tier champions before I'm more excited about what the actual challenges will be for those encounters. Yeah. Because they completely change the way you obviously play encounters. Like, look at yeah. oracles for, for Vogue and stuff. Yeah. So I'm it'll excited be, for that. It brings a new element to that. It'll be like everybody has to stun the caretaker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Or everyone has to pick up at least one set of 
yeah. knowledge, for example, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like you've got mm. you've got nine, and you're only allowed to carry one of those fucking. Um... Oh, it takes so long, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So like, long. It'll be some dumb shit thing like that. Like you're only allowed to have two per per mm. counter by two um, people. There are some people who are gonna who are gonna do that kind of stuff incredibly easy. I mean, mm. within within what three four hours of um contest mode being over i kept seeing like five or six videos come out from galad saying he three man basically yeah. the entire thing yeah. then went in and did the entire caretaker's freaking health bar in final stand yeah 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 ridiculous ah, ridiculous but- damage strats like we, oh. post contest mode we did caretaker the first like you know how you obviously he has set amount of damages his first damage phase that we hit we hit we got him down to his immunity point on the first plate but contest mode we were struggling to get it by the third plate like yeah. the difference that comes out after contest mode ends is ridiculous oh yeah oh yeah and um a lot of people are just a lot of people I've found, especially during, because I had to go through quite a different, quite a lot of different people because I LFG'd again. I should learn my mistake from last time. But uh-huh. um, I was, there was one group I ran with that, that we eventually passed it with um, where the strats we were working were working really well. I was, I was topping, I was topping damage. I was like 5.7 million, I think, um, at my highest point. Um, and then a lot of the other people there were just really like three. And I'm sitting here going. Really? I'm going to just if you did if you did what I'm doing, you'd be fine. Well, but well, like a lot of the other people went with like the, you know we had one well warlock and uh, banner shield titan. Or do we have? We, I think we had two banner shields at, at one point. But like even the banner shields were using using their like um, using their shields on the early plates to get the additional tick damage mm. while we we're getting damage on the caretaker. Everyone else was just using their own weapons, you know, their own style of weapons and stuff. And I'm sitting here going, do you see the two and a half million difference in damage? Yeah, yeah. Where do you think that's coming from? Well, what was your strategy? What did you use? Um, oh, God. What did I end up using by the end of it? I was um, Orpheus Rig Hunter uh-huh. um, oh, to get um, Mobius Quiver. So yeah. that, that made a bit of a difference because um, that ended up being once, you know, once the bus were applied, 50 a little bit over 50 at time maybe 60 um thousand per shot yeah so nine shots of that worked out really well um i end up using sleeper with double reserves um oh. and um wherever i could i try to get the refracted damage back oh yeah it was difficult to do but there were times where i was able to get a couple of refracted shots off um which got the additional damage through which was nice and then using um honestly having all of us use outbreak with, yeah you know with catalyst supplied so all of that chip damage started adding up yeah. over time yeah it worked out really well because we used these i used these in armies yesterday um, yeah headshot was 350k damage on a, on a four stack yeah this analysis is really great we on yeah. day one we were doing um rocket launches with explosive light and one of us had a galahorn for the wolf pack rounds and so we would just like stagger our supers, like tether first plate, well second plate, two tethers third plate. Most of us were over two to three million damage on average when we'd wipe at the earlier stages, but by the end of it, we were definitely pretty even. Yeah. But that's like, again, that came down to we were all agreeing on what to use, one strategy, one build, all of us goes rockets, all of us call out when we're going to use our rockets and whatnot. Yeah. 
That must have been so nice. It was very, it was actually great. You know, it was actually the first time we've done a raid where we said, let's all use the same thing. And everyone said, yes. And we've run a lot of fog. Don't walk in front of a rocket because you will die if you're blown up. I was going to yell at you at one point because it's just a simple thing of everyone's stuck on a plate. So you're trying to move around each other and you were in front of me. So you would move to the left, so I would move four, and then you move more, then I move more, and nah, I was like, "Stop!" Nah. <laughs> That's your problem, though. It's not mine. Like... Oh, I'm hell. in front. I'm you in should front. crouch. You were standing anyway. Uh, I'm too anyway. <laughs> this episode of the Relax Guardians podcast is brought to you by the Relax Guardians store. Everything bought in our store keeps the show running, from t-shirts to socks to even towels. There's something in there for you. Personally, I buy as much merch as I can. The designs are excellent and the quality is out of this world. I'm currently wearing my United Republic of Bananas coalition-wielding light sword banana splitters t-shirt that our very own Vince designed for our hosted Discord tournaments. It's lightweight, breathable fabric, and the print on the front is part of the shirt, not just a sticker that sweats and gets uncomfortable in minutes. So head over to relaxguardians.com forward slash store now and pick up some merch today. That's relaxguardians.com forward slash store. Thank you, Relax Guardian Store, for supporting this show. Anyway, <laughs> it's just is what it is with, with set spots to do damage, but then you get it's to It's very tight as well, isn't it? It's yeah, it is incredibly tight. right in front of you. Yeah. So you're, you're dictated by what damage you can use. Like, obviously, sleep will be really good unless it reflects back on you and then you, you mm. gonna get, you're going to get... Someone decides they're going to move slightly to the left. Yeah. Just... yeah. And then rockets, you can't do wolf pack rounds like when he's like four yeah. foot in front of you yeah, because exactly. you're going to die. But then you switch to fusion rifles, which again, we all agreed on. Was our, yeah, was yeah, our special exactly, yeah. and just mm. lasering him like... Because that the, worked out really well, yeah. The yeah. likely suspect is the one mm. that you can craft in the relic. Thing. and that's fantastic that's yep. such mm. a good yeah it's really high but then you but, get to rolk and like i know we're skipping an encounter but you get to rolk and he's literally running around the area that you do damage on you cannot stand still there's no. wells are useless banish shields are kind of useless it's all about just everyone surround and shoot like it's just a totally different encounter what, what I, saw, I loved yeah i loved that yeah that was what? just like that entire boss experience was this is something new yeah and it fit because this was a very new enemy. This is a very new thing. And he was using the weapon that we had crafted. Yeah. You know, but his own version of that, like the yeah. original, uh, you know, whatever version he ended up, you know, crafting himself under underneath the banner of the darkness, whatever, you know, like it was, it was new. And that's what, that's what I loved about it. We, we couldn't rely on old mechanics. We had to go, okay, this is something we're facing. We have to adapt to it. And I loved it. Yeah. New species, oh, it's new absolutely fantastic. But I've seen, I saw people, you know, as the stairs, you go up to Rolk. Uh, right there, bubble. And he can't get through the bubble. Oh, he really? Just, yeah, he just doesn't get, he just doesn't come into the bubble. He can't get in. Right. So everybody, so everybody's at the bubble when he's, when they need to go out and get that, uh, that buff to, mm. to uh, shoot things. He runs out, shoots it, gets the buff. The person's going out to get the weak spots, runs out, shoots, shoots, shoots. Damage the weak spots, go back in the bubble and just stays in the bubble. That's definitely going to be patched. I'm just going to lock off those stairs and make it adjoining allies location. It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter no. if it's in the area. It, it won't come into the bubble. Yeah, but as soon as like the damage phase starts, they'll lock off those stairs because someone has to step in there, right? Yeah, yeah. No, so like a hotfix coming. In. Everybody can go move into the room. Yeah. Put the bubble in and the, the, guy, can't go, the guy doesn't go into the bubble. And neither does the um, worm right. things. 
Right. So you just sit in the bubble, right? and then they go, "Oh, that's like flaming asshole." That's what they call in that the the uh, the triangle with the red, oh, yeah. the red the yeah. trousers. Yeah, they call it the flaming yeah. asshole. Yeah, and oh, so wow. and so then you just go, "All right, flaming asshole," and the person with the buff just runs out, does it, and then comes Grabs back it. in, gets a uh, gets the um, the weak spot. Yeah, two guys go out, shoot the weak spot, get back in the bubble. That's that's, 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 that's so that's so good. That's yeah. so good. I think like nothing can touch it, and like, I saw the people. Is it a Helmet Saint fourteen bubble? Is that what it is? Is it like oh. he steps in and gets blinded? Oh, I don't know. He, when I saw it, he just nobody even got in. He didn't even get into the bubble. The the yeah. shot that he does didn't even hit the bubble. Didn't even get through it. Right. right. There must be something to do with the way that um, the game treats the area of effect that he's able to, yeah. you know, he's able to do. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that was a fantastic way to put that out. And then they, they had that big, like that big shield that you shot through, type of thing. Yeah, the banner shield. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so like that's how they done it. Like, because there was one, there was one group that I saw on somewhere, and they managed to get day one four minutes before, um, before it finished. Oh, then, like before the timer as, finished. Yeah. So as the timer oh. finished, when they were just going to bring contest mode up, they managed to finish it. Wow. And then that I saw another segue, one. Actually, um, and I, I saw will... another one with with a horde. Really? Yeah, shooting new with a horde, and he had tick damage, and then everybody died, but with a horde took him out, and they all res back up. Oh. Yeah. So okay, let's talk. Let's talk about the fact that the rain was broken, and people were getting booted. Uh, like, I know, uh, like, I'm not with these whole people. It should have been one day. Bullshit. Go fuck yourself. Like it broke, people got locked out. It's not fair for you to then lock them out entirely. But yeah. man, that must have been hard on Bungie to be like, like our entire day one. Like this is a moment every year, right? Or sometimes yeah. twice a year. For them to then just go, it's broken. It's not working. Gato's getting booted. Glad's getting booted. Ball that's getting fucking booted. You know, like shit. Yeah, I don't know. I thought they handled it really well. I yeah. I totally agree with the twenty four hour extension. People, I saw people being like, I'll give it another eight to 10 hours, but that's like, you're an American. Those eight to 10 hours just go through your day for Sunday. We're in Australia. Those eight to 10 hours are in our fucking work day. Like we're up at 4 a.m. to do this raid. So we don't get the benefit because it's the middle of our fucking Monday. Like that's bullshit. Yeah, that's not fair. I was totally with the 24 hours. But right. You didn't explain why people get I forgot. Yeah, you can explain it. Right, so <laughs> people get it booted out because they give preference to the people who had the deluxe version of the game. So everybody who didn't have the deluxe version would get it booted out, but then they would boot right. other random people out as well. So they try to they try to go all right. Whoever's got the deluxe versions, you're allowed to go in, but it started booting everybody else. And so right. one, I saw, I read one person who had fifteen anti-tests. 15 anteaters. Yeah. And he was like 15 and counted. Nope, 16. Wow. And he was just counting them every time he went in. He'd get booted out. Every time he went in, he'd get booted out. We got guitared once. And then at the entrance when you're doing the ferrying. And then uh, our caretaker was actually pretty much fine. We didn't have any issues with uh, beating him and not getting a loot. Same with our first encounter. We really didn't encounter any errors. We were just, I think, kind of lucky with that. We saw a fair few people in the fans be like, we got through first encounter, but no chests drop. 
we got through caretaker but nothing dropped and now we're, we're back to the start and i was like fuck yeah. that it's just awful damn yeah. like just awful to see wow but, but there's there's so much hate like this like i don't the, the first thing i heard was the guy who completed it the day one guy who completed it salt team yeah uh elysium and they're yeah. like oh well look they they completed it and they only had like 2k people watching them but then dado had like 145k i was like well, what the fuck is that gonna do with anything yeah like, they still did it that's nothing yeah. you know like yeah. i was like so you, who, gives a, who gives a fuck everyone like, seems to forget that in d1 when wrath of the machine came out the people who won the day one raid on that was a team of russian bus drivers who didn't stream it it was actually confirmed a week later that they had won and the team that originally got announced got stripped of their title because these other teams just fucking won and no one knew it doesn't matter who's fucking streaming it. It's a matter who's Amazing. who wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, you don't have to stream it. Like yeah. it makes things easier. But you know, I was yeah. Like, yeah. Why? Why the fucking hate, man? Why the hate? Oh, because shit? people like, don't yeah. like it when other people get success. Like it doesn't matter. Sure supposed, yeah. now, oh, my person that I watched didn't win, so fuck the person that won. Yeah. Like piss off. I'm like was, but it's like just fucking complete it for the fucking fun that it is to yeah. complete. Yeah, go and support yeah. the team that won. You know. Yeah, but. Hey, they deserved it. They won. They got yeah. through it. You know, like exactly. They pushed through all the shit, and like they got aired out as well a fair bit. You know, yeah, they, they had the same issues, the same problems popped up for them. They powered like, through, and they won. A lot of guys, even Mylan, even Mylan, uh, didn't get past that. I don't think he got past Caretaker. Like, yeah, no, least, he didn't. Yeah, um, like it was one a fucking like it was a hard, it was a hard fucking raid. And it, it, was it was brutal, but it was a good. Hard read. It was like, yeah. oh, this is shit. This is shit because uh, mechanics didn't work. It was yeah. hard because it was like you. The mechanics were on point, but the mechanics were repeatables of different raids that you could turn and go. Yeah. Oh, that's actually that's actually the the entrance of this, and that's oh, you have to go and get symbols. That's scourge of the past. You have to run down an area to get get a symbol. You have to go through a symbol. Blah blah blah. That is, yeah. yeah predominantly excuse of the past and then it was just really cool though that they managed to like make them brand new even though they were an old yeah. like type of raid and it's fucking awesome it's such fucking good looking raid as well yeah oh yeah fantastic so i loved you, it where would you rank it us warrior out of all the raids do, have you done all the raids since d1 or are you d2 yeah. only yeah okay where would you rank yeah. it it's hard because it's like my initial my initial thoughts are always uh, usually end up changing after I give it time to just settle. Yeah, sure. But I would say top three. Okay. What else is your top For me, three? So, uh, we talk, so we're talking about like Crota. Yeah, everything, every raid <laughs> out of all the raids that you've done. <laughs> um, so I've done I've done all of them. Um, yeah. Even you know um, you know Vogue and whatnot. Um. Uh. So I've gone through and I've done them all, but I would say. Um, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait to give them like one, two, and three, but just like in no particular order, I would say King's Fall, um, and uh, Vow to Disciple. I'm see, if for me, for me, like I'm tempted to say, um, Last Wish or Deep Stone Crypt mm-hmm. because I do like them both very, like very, very much, but for different reasons. Um, and despite the issues I've had with Deep Stone Crypt and the issues other people have had with it, it is a 
brilliant ride. It is a yeah. fantastic ride to run. It is, again, it's very different. It yes. requires a lot of teamwork. Um, doesn't have the most imaginative boss in the world, but it's 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 <laughs> funny in that particular way. It's an ongoing destiny joke. And yeah, um, it's a very, that's something that I appreciate. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we get to go to space. But see that like but see that's that's something that's very interesting for me is going from our last technically our last actual raid that we did was Deepstone Crypt. That was yeah. the last one we did as Guardians to go up to space to then go down into the depths was just an interesting counterpoint and it's something that we're just going to keep i feel like we're going to just keep going down both very both very literally but also obviously very um metaphorically as we continue on to live fall and final shape so yeah, yeah. no definitely um top three or four for me all right Alex, yours top three. top three Jeez. um okay so i'm gonna specify here d1 vogue is my number one and always will be. That was a special place in my heart. I was there from launch. That's where I've got my flawless raider from. Like that's a um nice. great story. Uh number two is King's Fall. Again, D1 raid. D1 was just special. It was a special time. Me and my fiance and her dad used to play King's Fall a lot. Like it's just a special oh, time. Nice. Um and then third for me is Leviathan, the original Leviathan. It's because it's just it's just not like any other raid that we've had and everyone's like there's only one boss fight and blah 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 i'm like yeah but that was what made it fun you just go in and you just do this weird encounter with dogs and gauntlet and the bathers and then you deal with the boss fight it's like it was just fun to go in and just do random shit what about you sevs no let me guess let me guess let me guess let me guess go for it number one scourge of the past yep uh number two model class Nope. <laughs> Not chance in hell. Glass, you can put. He's like you can put Volta glass in the backyard and shoot it. <laughs> I'm so happy that I never have to do Volta glass ever again, except for Master Obviously. Number two would be Deepstone Crypt. Nope. No. Okay. Eaters. Nope. Really? I, uh, too short. Too short. I wouldn't class as a Garden. Yeah. Oh, you do love Garden. Garden yeah, Garden's good, right? And then last one. Garden salvation. Ah, uh, ooh. Or would it be Val now? It'll be Val now, uh, I think. I think last wish. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be Scourge, Garden, Val. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Thrown around. I keep forgetting about Garden. Eater World is it was too short. Mm. It was just a it was just a six man uh, dungeon. As Pretty such. much. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, but I class almost Leviathan as a, like as a oh, as a dungeony type of thing. Yeah. As well, because yeah, it wasn't. I, I, like, I it can was, say that. I can say that. But what I'm happy about, and I'm fucking sad, ecstatic about that, they didn't put Callus in as the boss because there was oh, yeah. so yeah. much shit come out. Oh, it's gonna yeah. be a taken Callus. It's gonna be a taken Callus. I like Callus is not gonna get taken. <laughs> but I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. I was like, it it would have been a fucking cop out. Like Deep Stone Crypt, Tanix, it would have been a yeah. fucking cop out if they put fucking um, Callus in there. But see, it, that's the difference for me is that, like, if it was Callus, yeah, sure, that's a cop out. But the fact that they've brought in Tanix as as that boss is, mm. it makes sense for Tanix as a person and the and the story behind him, and yeah. that ongoing joke of like Tanix is just constantly just ending up in places. Yeah, it's <laughs> a great meme, it. isn't it? And it's like he oh, was yeah. taken oh, at yeah, one like... point, and then he's like in the law. He's like he's killed 
well, him and Kate have killed each other a couple of times. And, like, he just keeps appearing in random fucking places. I was with Deep Stone Crypt back when Beyond Light was the only campaign. I was expecting Atrax to be the boss of Deep Stone Crypt because there's a moment where in the campaign they're like, Atrax, go and prepare the body in the crypt. And yeah, I was expecting, yeah. like, a mid-boss to be that body and then Atrax to be the final. Um, but the way they flipped it and they revealed Tanix was really, really great. Um, I'm super glad. I'm super glad that Kalos was not in this raid at all. I'm glad yeah, that no yeah. characters that we have ever seen were in this raid. Yep. And it would have fucked it. It would have fucked it up. It would have just yep. taken away from the actual gravitas of the, the, the raid itself. But what's interesting I'm, is it's like we've had raids before where the characters don't exist outside the raid, but they don't mean anything. Like, Eater of Worlds and Spire, there were characters that were, like, specific to that raid, and then they were done. Well, same with Crown. But then this one was, like, Rolk is yeah. a character in the universe. The Caretaker, I don't really know so much. But Rolk was a big deal, and he was a thorn <laughs> in Sabathun's side. And, like... Well, we... I know so, why, too. <laughs> we, we had erect. We had, like, I was streaming. Yeah. And the guy comes in and starts saying stuff about it, and I was like, don't, don't, I don't want to know, man. I don't want to know. Yeah. And he's, oh, all right, I want thing. And he says something about Rolk. I was like, who the fuck is Hulk? I was like, are you sure you've yeah. read that properly? Is it like our Hulk? Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 I think. And then obviously Bife had it as well. Bife got, it got fucking destroyed for Bife as well because this whole law drop yeah. dropped out and got fucking fed to Bife. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, God. data mining. Don't data mine. Why? Or if you're going to do it, keep it to a place where people can search actively for that information yeah don't spread oh. it out to the fucking world because if we're not wanting to know it we're not going to go search for it right? keep it in your own fucking exactly. place yeah like, exactly let yeah. people enjoy counters and raids how they want to enjoy it if they want to know exactly. everything beforehand they can fucking do that if they want to watch streamers do the raid side by side so they know how to encounter works they can do that doesn't yeah. mean i want to do it that way like yeah and i was like i was like i couldn't fucking delete his comments as well because they yeah they put a thing now is if you ban someone you ban them and they unfriend you and everything. Yep. Everything just goes. And yep. So you can't do it. So you're like, oh, I fucking I would have just fucking banned him, okay. to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. The Relaxed Guardian is now sponsored by AIM Controllers. AIM Controllers are one of the largest brands supplying fully modified and original Sony and Microsoft controllers. These bad boys are fully customizable down to the back pedals, to the tactical triggers and the bumpers, even down to that smick paint job that you've always wanted. They have a lifetime guarantee on all modified components, so jump on their site, aimcontrollers.com, and use the coupon RELAXGUARDIANS for up to $50 off of any purchase over $200. Cheers, guys. So we know as you walk in, you can see the, the, the new womb or one of the womb gods sitting there with his mouth open getting, yeah. um, getting chugged on by um, Al. <laughs> That's where it's like, I know, I know who All it right. is. Come on in. Let's do this. Lord, okay. This up. Um, Let's go. So that, is, that worm is a she. Um, she is getting fed by the um, the artifact. Fed, uh, so Rolk is the power source for it, and is feeding his power through that to. It's it's her name's like Shark Shark Sharta or Sharkta or something some something along those lines. Um, she is the mother of all worms. She is the original progenitor of the worm larvae. Um, the original ones that were given to the krill um and into the osmian um the osmian brothers 
uh, Sathona, Orash, and um, Shivo, Shiro. So um, that's really cool. And she's um, all the wounds that you see in the pyramid, all the wounds you see, you know, that we've we've come across. Sabathun's worm, all um, all come from her. And there's actually a really if you if you've done the preservation mission, if you go into the preservation with them, with the parasite gun out, you can actually have a moment where Sabathun talks to the Sabathun's worm talks to its mother. Um, so you get some really nice little uh, lore drops there, but effectively, uh, how much? How much do you want to know about this? Everything. We love telling. Okay, this yeah. is what this podcast is for. This is this is why you right. you this is why you because like <laughs> the pretense of the story why we got ice water is I was like oh do you want to do come and do with the D and D podcast and they were, and he's like yeah I was like are you a lord He's like yeah so I was like. Let's get you on Thursday. Let's do this. Yeah. All right. Hit us, man. Right. Hit us. So, um, when um, so we get the law, we get we get the the law draft in the um campaign itself that the um the worms uh tricked uh Sathona um and originally tricked um her father and then obviously by extension um, Sathona's brothers to uh go down into the deep because oh there's a great cataclysm coming yada 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 now that was a half truth because yes, I mean, there was going to be an astral alignment at some point and the traveler had arrived, but the traveler was going to bless um, the krill originally with the light yeah. in whatever way that was going to take form. And we don't actually know, probably going to bless them the same way to blessed um, us initially and the fallen or the elixir should have been at the time. Um, and so they got them to go down into the deep. Now they did that because Rolk had told them to. Because the witness had told Rolk to tell them to. So the initial plan was to subvert the krill with the help of the worm gods. They were going to um, basically use the worm gods' specific power and potential for destruction um, to empower the krill, get them to rise up out of fundament, take on the traveler. They effectively made themselves their own standing army. They already don't need to really worry about that. They already kind of have an army of their own. But this was a, a an army that was just focused on wanton destruction. And this is something that they wanted to set up as a uh, counterpoint to the Traveller. So they enlisted the help of the Worm Gods um, and made a bargain. And the bargain was they were going to give them um, the ability to... Not necessarily give them the ability, but give them the opportunity to... Um, basically uh, <laughs> trick the krill into um, becoming the hive, taking on their worms and giving them that constant source of power and tribute for um, for the worm gods' children and for the worm gods themselves. Um, the bargain, the price that they had to pay for that bargain was um, that the mother of worms would be taken from them uh, and um, she would be pumping out worms continuously as she was constantly fed because Rolk promised to give them power and food, sustenance. Um, the rest of the worm gods got it through their tributes. She, mother of worms, got it through the um, power that she was being fed by that artifact in the raid. So um, that was the bargain that they made, and that's how... That, that, that is the true, true story of how the hive came to be and um, what happened with them. And um, it's, it's really interesting because one of the, re the biggest reason as to why Rolk was 
the um, Thorn and Sabathun's side as Rock is first disciple. Um, now, this could be a self-proclaimed thing. We don't know too much about that yet, um, but he could be the witness's right-hand man, for all we know at this point. Um, and Sabathun needed to keep him in check because she couldn't get rid of him. She couldn't destroy him. Um, she still technically worked for the witness at that particular point for... Um, to say it in the, the easiest way possible she effectively yeah. still works for him um so she used us as a way of getting rid of him and she's always said she wants to be a bigger player on the board and now her only other obstacle is out of the way so how that plays going forward um not too sure she was probably going to use the traveler trapped in the throne world as an additional power source or used in some kind of plan to oust Rolk or destroy him in some way. Um, and then obviously be able to keep the traveler safe as much as possible and be able to just do whatever she wants to do from there. But um, we stopped that. And then the next plan was to obviously guide us towards the pyramid in a throne world and start filtering it that way. Um, and that directly also leads into the reason why we see the Scorn as part of this raid and the Scorn as part of the throne world. It's because Rolk had, um, and by extension, the Witness in the Darkness, had pulled the Scorn in. Um, it, all reports are showing at the moment that the Scorn were all the way back, initially conceived by the Witness, and slowly and surely manipulated events over time to the, see the scorn actually be created because i mean how would it how were the scorn created they were created by Aldrin Sov making a wish on a taken ribbon and you know who's the progenitor of that taken energy yeah so it's um it's really interesting to see how that's come about and i i firmly believe that that it, that is actually the case with the scorn at the moment um so the the darkness has effectively taken uh, <laughs> taken um, the reins of the scorn now, so they're amassing their army, and they're all their their armies and their um, forces. While we're amassing ours through the cabal, through you know the light following Elixney, um, and, and going forward from there, we'll see um, when what ends up happening. It's really shaping up to be a very interesting few years in Destiny. So, could we ultimately look at the scorn as like the darkness's plan for guardians? In a sense, because they're basically revivable to a point, aren't they? The fanatic can keep bringing them back. They're technically zombies like us, with yeah. a, with a source to be actively be regenerated and brought back. That's why the fanatic keeps coming back, and that's that that strike is technically canon. Every time we kill him, he can come back. So could that be the same way with the rest of the scorn, or are they not powerful enough in that way? Hmm. Kind of hard to say. It is kind of hard to say. I mean. See, this is this is what's interesting about the caretaker is the caretaker is an experiment. Right. Um, the caretaker is an abomination scorn that was infused with um, worm larvae. Right. Yeah. But it's the reason why the caretaker is not only where he is, but is also as powerful as he is, is that he is infused with hive and hive magic and by extension darkness. Yeah. Um, so experimentation is going on with the scorn at the moment as to how to fuse these power sources together and 
excuse me, how to make the darkness's um, forces stronger, effectively. Um, I don't think that's the darkness's overall plan for guardians because there's. There, have you seen? Have you seen the wall that you see um, in the raid that only appears with a few different symbols on it? Yeah, you seen that wall? It's the it's all the empty symbols and it's just like one or two on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, after doing a bit of crowdsourcing, uh, um, a lot of uh, a lot of people in the law community have figured out that it will only show certain symbols to certain people every, yeah. every time you go through the raid, and so you can picture this thing together. Um, it's almost like a prophecy, mm. and it almost tells a story of how. The witness is going to invade Earth with with the Black Fleet. It's going to commune with the Traveler. It's going to drink the light. It's going to kill, and then that's it. We don't know what the last symbol is, right? Which it could be any of the sim any of the other symbols that aren't used in that story, or it could be um, that you know that we've seen earlier in the raid, or mm. it could be something new left up to interpretation yeah um it could be what is the symbol plan for this final it could shape? be yep i mean it could be it, it could just be a warning it could be um it, it could be a scare tactic i mean like who knows mm. but um i mean the ending cutscene of the campaign is you know the witness saying your pale heart holds the key yeah obviously talking directly to the traveler there um and i guess by extension us so it will be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, so you think Sabathun is going to come back? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, she's not. She's she's dead, but she's not dead. dead. What's dead, interesting dead. is the, the raid. The raid canonically takes place after the campaign is finished, and one of her projections mm -hmm. is at the start of that raid. That's why we go to that part of the raid yeah. to begin with. So some piece of her is already alive still, beyond I would say Imaru. Some of her power still lingers out there. Well, see, that's the thing. Like body. her, her throne world is very unique. I mean, all the throne worlds are yeah. unique, but hers more so than most because hers has more of her, I guess, more of her essence in it mm. than a lot of the others. Like Oryx's, he he created the the abomination that is his throne world by pushing it out into the into material, the, yeah. into the material plane. Um, Sabathun, what she did was she infused it with her mind. It is an extension yeah. of her consciousness. When she's talking about, she's talking about it in the campaign where she's like, every bullet, every mm. word, I hear it all, I see it all, I feel it all, I experience it all, and she's not lying. Yeah. In the in that instance, she is she is absorbing all of that information. Everything that happens in her throne world adds to her collection of knowledge. So, to a certain extent, yeah, she does. She does exist beyond that, mm. and we and we see that through the altars of reflection. Yeah. The memories live in such a visceral way we get to experience those memories um and sabathun gets to get those memories back it mm. is it is a massive fail safe for her but it also acts as almost like a secondary brain really it's almost like she's gone through the exo um uh, the exo mind transfer in, in a sense if you want to think of it that way that whole line where she says every bullet every word everything i know it all is exactly why i don't trust finch because everything about Finch is on that throne world. I fucking know he is a sleeper agent or whatever, just waiting to be triggered. Is this why there's so many vaginas around that throne Oh, world? Jesus it's Christ. Is like, yeah. Touch it's me. funny you mentioned that. Me learn this. <laughs> because 
in Tassie, where I where I live in Hobart, um, there is a museum. It's called the Museum of Old and New Art. It's essentially a tax write-off, but that's a whole nother story. Um, and there is a wall of plaster-casted vaginas yeah. sitting on that wall. And I'm like, that's what it is. Oh, God. <laughs> because we have it. We've heard nothing of Nocris. Nocris is in the background, so we know Sathathun's learned necromancy of Nocris. Yes. Yeah. I was expecting something with that, with the new ghosts and stuff. I didn't expect them to go, well, these ghosts just choose. They chose the hive, yeah. They choose. They choose violence. They chose violence. I don't know about yes. chose violence, but they were even chose is still a very loose term mm. because we don't know Co-hurst. if they physically chose. We don't even know if coerce is the right word because we don't know what yeah. ultimately drives them to pick their light bearer at the end of it. So well, see that's that's interesting. A lot of a lot of people, and and this is where it gets interesting. A lot of people tend to forget early ghosts were dumb. Yeah. They were. They did not know a lot of the time who they were resing. They were looking for someone strong. And yep. that's what led to the Risen. That's what led to the Warlords. That's what led to the Iron Lords creation, you know. And um, they were choosing people who were strong, who were, you know, who were um, determined, you know. It, it doesn't matter if they were good or evil. Mm. They, they couldn't really tell that. And until time had gone past, they'd learned from their mistakes and they started going after more reputable people. But... Mm. Um, it does, it does raise a lot of interesting questions about whether or not the hive were coerced, or the the hive ghosts were coerced in some way, and um, there's there's definitely that kind of element there. But in the end, they are ghosts. Mm-hmm. They are true ghosts, and we know that there are some hive that are stealing the light. Yeah, there. that's there. a different aspect as but well. We've seen that's that a different aspect of it. They're not the the hive that have ghosts have actual ghosts that the traveler has spawned so it's really they are doing bungie are doing everything they can to muddy the line Mm. between light and dark good and evil um and that and that's the thing like light is not inherently good the traveler is not inherently good the traveler is not inherently the light either they are separate the light is a force the traveler is an entity much the same as the witness is a force and the darkness is an entity and it's the biggest reason as to why those four symbols you see um, at the at the boss fight with Rolk are separated. Yeah. For good reason. It's driving home that point of these are separate things. They're not intrinsically tied to, to each other, not intrinsically part of each other. So that's, um, that's always been very interesting. So why do you think they made the witness uh, Megamind? Because we had a discussion about this the other week, is that it was a, <laughs> in theory, physically human. You can see it; it's physically human. It has two eyes, it has a nose, it has possibly lips. And it's a got a Voldemort nose. Yeah, but it's just off enough that it makes us cringe. If he had like yep. tentacles coming out of his face, we're like, oh yeah, we've seen tentacles before. We've seen, we've seen things. It's just the fact that it's just off a human that yep. makes us like, oh, we don't like that because it's just one step past a human type of thing. I actually think there's a legitimate reason for this. Um, at the beginning of that cutscene, you just see a formless black mass. And it's out of that mass that the witness forms itself. So I think it is a way of the witness and I guess by extension, the darkness potentially, excuse me, um, taking on a form that we would recognize, but subverting that form and acting as a distorted mirror to that 
and um and obviously there's like artistic interpret interpretations and whatnot they're taking with yeah. that but as it is a way of the witness is going i'm speaking to you right now i'm speaking directly to you in a form that you recognize mm. and this would be a form that like think of it like a boggart from harry potter it's like i'm going to i'm going to change myself into something you recognize but something you fear yeah. something you don't understand yeah. something that is alien to you but familiar um i think that's i i personally think that's what the witness is trying to do there that's cool is oh, that okay. why you reckon that's why the smoking head as well like it's not a fully complete form and it's got all the different faces yeah it's because it, it yeah and like you'll see like like it's cloak and everything and it's, it's yeah. all riffling and everything because it's not it has whatever form it wants to have yeah it is formless and infinite and that, that is effectively well. what the final shape is going to be too yeah is formlessness cool. what would mean cool is if they had just like 10 different views and individual people within the raid. So as six people or a, a fire team, each one saw something different. Like so the, the callous encounter from yeah, so where you, you saw the symbols on the head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and she'd be like, cool. oh, wow, look at his eyes. And he goes, eyes? That guy didn't have eyes. He didn't even have a mouth. He's like, what's that all about? Something like slightly different because then he'd be like, you would have talked about it between the fire team and gone, yeah. Oh, like, well, um, yeah. What, what's his name? <laughs> Rolk has six eyes are sending on three but two of his eyes have specific symbols on them one of them is tied to the exo stranger and the other one is tied to i forget what um but people thinking that the exo stranger this oh sorry it's queen uh marisov yeah are thinking that they're going to be the next in line to be the new disciples and we know that queen marisov has already been offered a role of a disciple through the parasite storyline so we know that the exo stranger is a being from the we call it the darkest timeline, or she calls it the darkest timeline, yeah. but um, yeah, possibly this witness, this entity, persists beyond throughout all of the timelines, and he's sort of focusing on the extra stranger as well because she has now transcended that as well. So she's mm. like, I don't know, interesting to him because she yeah. has skipped it. Like, just trying to figure out why he would have those so, symbols. What There's do always, you think? Yeah. What do you think Rolk's leg day is? What oh, do you think type every... of weights he does? Like, <laughs> I reckon he sits there and he just bench like bench presses with his legs. <laughs> the mother of worms just like just lifts up and just like all day because he's got nothing else to do. He's sitting there. He's just like, oh, I'm just gonna. Uh, you don't so... mind me using you as some weights? Yeah, no, fine, it's for you. Yeah, you feed me and just like just sits there and just. Yeah. All day. <laughs> I, I, I remember I went to um I was doing well in school with um the uh the strongest man in Wales and um he would trade just random th- random times because he slept a lot because he was that yeah. fucking big six foot six massive Jesus Christ and he used to bench press you know like the old um the, the small um steamrollers yeah and he used to bench press so he, he couldn't get weights enough to fit on a bar. So he got this little steamroller and he managed to cut the, the main roll in half and have it each side. And then he used to wake his granny up because the leg press had to have this piece of wood holding it in because it had broken at some stage. And he used to bench press this fucking steamroller end. <laughs> <laughs> and he used to wake his granny up and he used to go, all right, I'm going to just do this for like 20 minutes. And then his granny would fall asleep in a fucking chair and then you see granny granny put the put the stick in and that's all i can remember that's all i can oh. think about is like this leg fucking day far out um have that's we thought maybe that witnesses already had contact with the exo race at some point 
and there is an exo in his collection possibly in his collection but yes. we know that the exos come from darkness they're from clarity control which is technology and darkness melded together essentially and vex as yep. well and they're, they're part of the darkness yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 so we do know that um well it was more specifically clover spray had some conversation with the darkness in some form we don't know if it was yeah. directly with the witness like callus had or not but yeah somewhere in there clover spray has spoken to it which i think is going to come back again pretty soon we're on the seasons we're going to go back to that big clover spray head and be like yeah. look we just had this massive encounter Enjoy. with this fucking pyramid ship thing what do you know yeah exactly i think i think they should utilize more of the, the european area yeah. we go back um, there in the campaign like, I think they're on that path. Oh, yeah. You only go back yeah. there for one mission, though, isn't yeah. it? It's only one mission. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that will have to bring... Yeah, they'll have to bring the Extra Stranger back into that, which I really hope they do, mm. um, because it's also, coincidentally, who my daughter's named after. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. It was not intentional. Come on, I, I, 36 <laughs> weeks, 36 weeks into it, and we're like, we need to decide on a name. We haven't been able to decide on it. I'm scrolling through my friends list. I find someone I went to college with. It's like, oh, Elsie, that's a nice name. Cool. Yeah, her middle name is Bree. A week later, <laughs> I, a week later, I look at it and go, uh oh, fuck, that's the name of the Exo Stranger. Shit. Oh, like, no. and then yeah, but... my eldest daughter's name's Amara. Oh wow. Amara. That was that was purely my partner's decision, named after the the darkness in um supernatural yeah but she does tend to get called mara at times i'm like i've unintentionally got two daughters named after the two destiny characters could, uh, could clovis be a disciple i don't no. Know. no 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 clovis's if physical form is gone he would be alive yeah yeah clovis's physical form is gone the only form yep. of him that is left is banshee or the giant head which is not even yep. him that's more a stored memory of himself was kind of sentience, but not really. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not a not a true um XI change. Which uh, that was, you know, that was a that was a big that was a big surprise there where we found out about Banshee. Um well it no it wasn't because we found it it's they had a Banshee doll sitting on one of the tables. Yeah, but when it was revealed, mm. like we no one was expecting Clover Spray to be Banshee at the time. No, no, not at what all. Did you? No, no. I one. told you. I told you weeks in advance. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's check this out. And you're like, oh, oh you know, he's so um, intelligent. Fell into being Rasputin. Well, yeah, exactly. Like that whole law. Well, sort, sort of Rasputin. Again, it's weird. Well, yeah, exactly. An extension. An extension of it. Yeah. They, he called himself Rasputin's son by the end of it because he didn't feel like he was physically Rasputin anymore. Yeah. It was like a piece that had been cut away. That actually does raise a very interesting question I hadn't thought about. We see Anna Bray in that in in that cutscene, yeah, at the end of the campaign, yeah. What was she working on last time we saw her? She's been working on a damn engram with um, Rasputin inside of it, yeah. But where the yeah. fuck has that been? A Rasputin's a, a, a walking, talking Rasputin, similar to Lord Felwinter, but better. Yeah, he's it's been told that he may not have the ability to call in war mines and have the earth defense system at his beck and call. Well, the thing but is, is that... would be the full, the full mind of Rasputin in a, what is effectively an exo body, walking exo body, which they couldn't do with Felwinter, which is why Felwinter went rogue. 
Well, what about with Mars being returned okay. and being half in the Golden Age? Would part of Rasputin from that time be alive on Mars? Could it be? No. Um, and that's only because the way that it's being framed at the moment is this is a <coughs> more so a mirror, almost, uh, okay. through the looking glass kind of into the past of Mars, into what Mars used to look like. Right. Kind of thing. Um that's that, that's the way it's i mean that's the way it's kind of being interpreted at the yeah moment. if they yeah. want to turn around and just go oh yep no that's that's just like part of something that's happening okay but um yeah it is interesting um to see what they're going to do with that yeah mm. i'm very excited it, they've tied up a lot of loose ends but left mm. a lot of loose ends open um jared brown so where do we think callus lands after the vox mission He's swirling in some darkness waiting for his name to be called. He's going to come back. What I do like, what I do want them is to bring back Callus, but bring back Leviathan and bring back his fucking darkness Leviathan. Now that'd be fucking cool. I need, I need in my fucking life a goddamn random role Midnight Coup and Ghost Promise. Fucking give it to me. Like, I need that. I have needed that since I first got the damn things. Like they're the oh, best, yeah. like, the best looking raid weapons. They Midnight Coup still stands as one of the best hand cannons ever created mm. in Destiny. Period. Ever Destiny one included. The fact it still holds the test of time is insane to me. <laughs> as this goes, promise, and it's like they the, the wouldn't give us random rolls of that. Like, please, I, hate, I don't do it. Fucking like, let well. us let us recraft it at the at the crafting table yeah why can't we take like a fragmented piece i mean obviously game mechanics and everything but like oh, why can't we have these back it'd be a really i don't know that's i don't kinda... want king's fall to come back i want that to come back i want to give it give it, <laughs> oh, give it it'd be fucking great it'd be great if they just rolled up <sighs> leviathan leviathan in his reply reprised darkness red Right, we're gonna wrap up here soon. So yeah. you did mention earlier that you had a funny Deedstone Crypt story, and you sent us a, a um, an image yes. on Discord. Yes, I did. Um, so twenty four hours uh, got close. Um, we were twenty four, uh, twenty three hours, forty five minutes in. The last team I'd gone through, um, we I'd gone through like twenty different people. LFG did horrible experience. Um, we had used all our supers, all our heavy, all our grenades, all our special everything. We were down to just our primary and final stand. We got down to what looks to be one fucking health. Yeah. 15 minutes before the 24 hour time limit went out. And I'll just quickly won. pull it up for everyone on the stream. So that's what everyone can see it right now. Have you got any codes in this? No, but I do have people's names. No, it's fine. But it's a big. White screen essentially, and then Tanix's health with like a bee's dig left, and then poor Ice Warrior's face. You can just see the defeat. <laughs> <laughs> you can just see the defeat on his face. I am defeated. Oh, I screamed so loud. I was so mad. Oh. I was like, I have been awake for so long. Oh. Fucking Tanix. <laughs> you got I couldn't own... handle it. It was just. Oh. You got your own 2402. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, is... I feel Dado's pain. I like, <laughs> feel it so much. Oh. Well, awful. <laughs> it's fantastic having you on, buddy. Yes. Uh, we'll, instead of a time when we've obviously got some like, great uh, law drops, we will get you on again. And hopefully, this is things. Like I said before, 
if everybody enjoys this stuff, we are going to get him on Season of the Redacted podcast. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, we, so, go and listen to Season of the Redacted, fuckers. Yes, it is everywhere. Podcast services everywhere. Go check it out. We're going to be streaming it again. Well, not again. We're going to start streaming it pretty soon. Up in the air on times at the moment. But right now there is a few more episodes to come out on podcast services. So go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Ice Warrior, plug your stuff, man. Let everyone know where they can find you. Find me um, on Twitter at uh, the Ice Warrior Two Zero because they wouldn't let me get the nine in for some reason. <laughs> um, uh, Twitch and YouTube, the Ice Warrior Two Hundred Nine, um, and I started doing some TikToks lately because I've been bored. So uh, real the Ice Warrior Two Hundred Nine on that as well. Um, can't think yeah, of really nice. anything else. More, but there you go. <laughs> Very good. Thanks All for right. having me on, guys. It's great. You've been an fun. absolute pleasure. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow us, you can follow us here at twitch.tv forward slash agnikai underscore god or over on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash exhibit a media. If you want to find us on socials, just search for Lax Guardians. You will find us anywhere. Check out Sebs on t- twitch.tv forward slash Sebs58. Check out Ninja... Sorry, not Ninja Warrior. Ice Warrior on twitch.tv. <laughs> and me. We'll be back again soon, guys. Peace. Bye. See you.